Hello, everyone, and as always, welcome back to Sup Talk Radio. We appreciate you chiming in. I do want to give a quick public service announcement. If you have kids in the vicinity, you might not want to have the show aired loudly. Put on your headphones, just lock them in another room. Uh, but as always, I am honored returning back from the Ukraine, one of my best, closest friends, Robic Sambarski. Robic, welcome back, my friend. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for having me, Sean. Really appreciate it. And I'm glad to, you know, to be with you on the first, I guess, podcast since returning. I am honored. Touch. I mean, if I could, I'd give you a big virtual hug, my friend. Hockey is accepted and reciprocated. So let, let's jump into Ukraine. Everyone's asking, I mean, how are you? How has this changed you? I mean, let's let's talk, my friend. Um, You know, I mean... <laughs> I, I guess, you know, it went as accept, as expected and not so much as expected because I think that only once you once you get to to a place like Ukraine is today, only then you can finally kind of like comprehend everything that is going on. So I knew where I'm going. I knew what I was expecting myself to see and to feel. But, uh, you know, as much as I, I talked about this and I posted numerous times about what's going on, um, you know, even, even today, somebody told me that, uh, you know, there is a Russian propaganda going on that people say that everything that, you know, we see on TV is fake. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, maybe I'm not a celebrity, maybe I'm not as well known and maybe as I should be, perhaps, you know, considering that I wanted to uh, convey the message as much as possible. But for those people that, you know, that small circle of friends, people that know me, they know that I hold, I don't hold back and I didn't hold back. You know, I mean, I took photos, I took videos. I've seen things that I, uh, I fuck, I'm shaking, um, that I, that I wish that, um, uh, that I, I, I didn't have to see, but in a way, you know, uh, I am happy that I did see it and I kind of like, uh, experienced the whole nightmare myself and was able to tell not maybe the world because that would be a little bit maybe exaggerating, but at least those that know me, it was enough, you know, those hundreds or maybe thousands of people that do know me uh, to, to tell my story and to tell them what I experienced. And it's very, very important for people to understand. And once again, you know, I said it numerous times, I do not hate Russians. I don't hate Russian people. Um, I have many Russian friends and uh, uh, I cherish that uh, those relationships. However, however, there are a few relationships that uh, are no longer, they don't longer exist. Um, you know, uh, I had to lose some friends um, and regrettably, of course, but unfortunately, sometimes in life you have to take a stance and, you know, I, I admit that I was one of those numerous cowards that didn't want to publicly announce uh, which side I'm taking, but both as a proud Ukrainian, proud Ukrainian Jew, and as a human being and somebody who is a father and somebody who is, uh, you know, who's always, I always pride myself on, on, on the fact that I tell the truth, no matter how good or bad it is, um, I had to take a stance and I'm glad I did. And even if that cost me some friendships, maybe they were not real friendships in the first place, maybe even cost me some business. Um, I think it's only small collateral damage, but at least my conscience is clear. And um, just for those that still kind of doubt, and if you do believe me, um, the war is real. The loss of human lives is real. 
um, the atrocities, the rapes, the murders of innocent civilians, all those are reals. And I experienced it for, firsthand seeing those images that you see on TV or, you know, on social media. It is true. And the sooner this nightmare ends, the better it is. And hopefully, you know, I've seen a few idiots saying, well, it's not my problem because it doesn't happen here. I mean, you have to be a complete mourn and heartless prick to say something like that. So if it's okay, Robic, I'm going to go ahead and hack into your, your Instagram account here for a minute because there's people sure. that follow the show that do not on Instagram. So sure. if you don't mind, I'm going to share just a couple of quick pictures. If you want to get color, I mean, all for it. Absolutely. So obviously a cemetery. Any, any color you'd like to share on this? Hopefully people can see this. Uh, yeah, this is uh, near my hometown where I was born. Um, this is uh, me basically visiting my grandfather and paying my respect, of course. Beautiful wife and daughter. And then you uh, have a cemetery. Yeah, this is a cemetery for uh, fallen soldiers. I mean, uh, you can see fresh uh, graveyards. I mean, um, it's um, it's basically more and more on a daily basis, fallen soldiers that are protecting their country, protecting their freedom. And yes, you know, the, the loss of human life is absolutely incredible. This is a beautiful shot. Uh, yeah, this is a synagogue where I had my bar mitzvah, and, and this is in my in my hometown. Obviously, very close to heart, and uh, you know, this was definitely a very very emotional visit. And uh, um, you know, um, Russians are uh, accusing Ukrainians of being Nazis. Well, this is in a city in in the center of a city, and. Um, you know, it's basically like a hallmark has been standing there. I'm not very good with history, but it's been around for about two or three hundred years. And as you can see, it looks beautiful. In fact, the city, uh, the, the township, they helped restore it and they're keeping it beautiful and protected. And, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, you're a Jew or you speak Russian, nobody really cares. You know, it's uh, it's not what Russians are making it out to be not even close. Let's see here. It's obviously helping out to helping the cause. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's see here. And here you are leaving. Yeah. As I was leaving, it's actually, uh, ironically, TJ from Fitness Deal News, he actually was uh, the last one uh, to call me and wish me, uh, you know, a safe trip. And I, I just want to say how much I appreciate TJ and everybody, including yourself, who was uh, in touch with my daughter throughout the whole trip. Everybody who reached out, you know, maybe I didn't answer every question. or I didn't answer every message because it just was not possible at all times. But I just want to tell everybody, especially the ones who are listening right now, or will watch the show later on, that it didn't go unnoticed. I really, really appreciate it. And every message actually did count. It didn't mean something to me. You know, just to see that somebody actually out there in the United States while I'm there in Ukraine cares. And, uh, you know, that definitely touched my heart. Each and every message. I can't thank you enough. When you when you landed and started seeing some of the, some of the I'm going to say the horror and the tragedy, did you already did you already prepare yourself for this or is it like worse than you thought? Uh, well, when I crossed the border from uh, Hungary to Ukraine, um, it was basically the region where I was born, western part of Ukraine. Up until then, there were absolutely no bombings or anything like that. At least they didn't reach. So the family that actually met me, it's a, it's a family who are friends with my childhood friend. They met me in Hungary, in Budapest, and they drove me across the border, which is about a three-hour drive. Once I crossed, 
it was uh, very touching because I started sending messages to my family and friends here. They put on a song in Hebrew, which was a very, very beautiful song. And I remember I was sitting in the back seat, but I was sitting on the back seat. There was a child next to me and another girl who was also coming from Budapest. And then the husband and wife, they were sitting in the front seat. So I remember when the song in Hebrew started playing, I remember turning away my face because I started crying. <laughs> that was uh, that was very, very like touching. I don't know if they did it on purpose uh, or to welcome me to Ukraine or it was a coincidence. I really don't know. But I remember just seeing images of a place that I didn't visit for so many years. And then the song in Hebrew and, you know, considering the accusations made by Russians, you know, that it's a Nazi country, all that together definitely forced emotions out of me that I didn't I didn't expect. And I just remember hiding my face and trying wiping my tears. And it was, uh, you know, it was very bittersweet moment. When, when was the last time you were there? Uh, about 12 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you still have yeah. any family there left? No, no family. But obviously, you know, places that are very, very close to heart. My classmates, I mean, I left when I was in the sixth grade, I think. So some okay. of my classmates are still there. So we kind of had a sort of reunion about 12 years ago. This time around, I only saw two female classmates of mine. Uh, some of the men were already, in, the, uh, you know, serving the country. And uh, even considering, you know, we are older, 47, but they were, you know, they were doing what they were supposed to do. Um, so I didn't get to see everyone, um, just a few friends. And obviously, one of my childhood friends, he was, um, he's about a year older than me, and he's doing a lot of humanitarian work. And uh, when I was still in, in the United States prior to leaving, he already told me that he was um, inviting me to come to 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 Kiev and you know the region that was really affected by the war and I mean I jumped on opportunity just didn't tell nobody here so were you are you planning to go back again or anything else on on the future for you I put it this way I felt guilty leaving I felt guilty right. leaving because I think anyone who has a conscience and especially if it's your country leaving going back to a safer place I mean sort of safer I mean go to New York City and it's not exactly safe you know, but uh, uh, still leaving, I definitely felt guilt. I, I think that's it's a normal feeling. But um, at the same time, yes, I, I, I will definitely go back. I, I can't say when, but I will definitely go back. Hopefully by the time I go back, there is no more war. But, you know, I mean, never say never. I, 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 I definitely count on going back. It's, it's got to be tough, my friend, because obviously, like you said, you don't want to leave. You want to do more. But again, you've got a you've got a beautiful wife, a loving daughter that it's kind of, you know, here on the other side of the world. It's got to be tough. It's 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 tough because, yeah, you, you know, you, your heart is in both places. You have people that you love and you care about here in the United States and you have, uh, you know, obviously uh, a conscience. And I, I don't know how to put it in perspective, but probably. Um, sort of guilt and sort of responsibility to do the right thing as well and to balance what the right thing is very, very hard and you're trying to do both. And it's not always very, very easy. There is no right and wrong. I'm not saying that everybody should go back to Ukraine who is a Ukrainian, you know, who was born in Ukraine. I'm not going to say that because we all have to do what we believe in or what we want to do. And so this is not a knock on anyone who is Ukrainian and didn't go there or didn't try to go there because there are people who are helping in a different ways, whether it's sending money or, uh, or supplies or humanitarian help or just, you know, like I said before, you know, they, they not, I, I know a couple of, 
people who are from Ukraine, and if you go to their social media, you won't even notice that they actually Ukrainians because they just don't yeah. say anything. You know, they don't help. They don't voice their opinion. I mean, it's not a matter of opinion. It's a matter of fact. You know, they don't say anything. They just act like complete cowards because they try to satisfy everybody. And, uh, you know, whether it's for business reasons or, uh, you know, just because they're scared, they, they, they choose not to say anything. Um, that I do judge. That I don't agree with. You know, you don't have to go there. But at least, you know, say no to war or say something, you know, so you have family, you have friends, you have children, you have parents, uh, and you were born there. And it's not, again, it's not a conflict because people are calling it a conflict are born. So it's not a conflict. It's, uh, it's real. It's one country invading another country, period. It shouldn't happen in this world. So that country that, you know, that, that is the invader is wrong, period. Yeah. Were you, were you predominantly a safe zone or were you hearing like bombs and stuff around you? Uh, the western part of Ukraine, uh, where I'm from, was safer actually until the last 24 hours when I was leaving. That's when the bombs okay. started falling. Um, so, you know, I think, you know what, when a country is in a, in a war, I don't think there is such thing as safe place. I just, it doesn't yeah. exist. You know, I mean, uh, plus the Russians have very interesting equipment because they clearly don't know either how to operate it or it just fucking flies wherever it wants because it lands everywhere, whether it's in the field or, uh, you know, it's um, in, 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 in um, it, it, you know, civilian building. It's just like it's all over the place. You literally don't know where it's going to get you. Yeah, and it'll, it'll be interesting because the two other countries, and again, excuse me for not know the two other countries that are joining the UN, now I wonder if, if, if Putin's going to do anything to them. I'm throwing oh. a blank on those other two. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, uh, Finland and Sweden are trying to, they already applied to join NATO. I think everything that Putin did backfired because it happened exactly as, as he didn't plan. He thought that he's going to conquer Ukraine in three days. Well, that didn't work out. Uh, you know, he wanted to disrupt NATO, but NATO actually got even more united more than ever. So, you know, his economy is absolutely in shit. So I don't think that was his plan. However, I would not predict anything because the person is obviously delusional. He is psychotic and yeah. you can't predict actions of a crazy person. So, you know, if you ask me on February 23rd, if he's going to bomb Ukraine, I would say you're out of your fucking mind. You know, this is just, uh, you know, bully talk, you know, it means nothing. But on February 24th, he did attack Ukraine. So I'm, I'm typically pretty good at predicting things like that. But you know what? Uh, one thing I didn't take into account that the person is fucked in the head. I mean, that's the only explanation you can have. So yeah. will he attack Finland? Common sense says no, because that would be stupid. Uh, but I'm not ruling anything out, including the use of uh, nuclear weapons. I mean, you can't fucking... Again, that's the reason why I say, you know, and I, I heard, I've seen even some people from a supplement industry saying, you know what, we shouldn't be helping Ukraine. Uh, you realize that this is USSR all over again. And USSR yeah. was always a threat to the entire free world. This is not a threat to Ukraine. Uh, this is a threat to everybody. And if everybody doesn't come together and does something, you know, to stop this uh, from escalating, then uh, it can be a matter of weeks, months, year, maybe days. I don't know where yeah. we can be. We're already in a war. You just, you know, it's it's uh, it's not really called, but it's a war. So one of the questions I want to flash here that somebody sent in, it says the Ukraine situation is fucked, but how many billions of dollars should we really be sending? 
Uh, it's not about how many billions of dollars should we should be sending. It's uh, I, I think that's not the, the approach. I mean, look, I understand that nobody wants to give money. I don't want to give money. You know, your money belongs to you and giving it to somebody else is, you know, it's not a very pleasant thing to do. It's not something you want to do. I don't think it comes to billions of dollars. It comes to right now the fact that it's not American soldiers who are dying. It's not NATO soldiers who are dying. It's not even about soldiers. This is about civilians, civilians, yeah. children. Yesterday, one-year-old boy died because he was raped by Russian soldiers. So this is not about, you know, uh, nobody in Ukraine never once asked for another army to join in fight. All they did was it's a small country that is just part of Putin's plan. What do you think is going to happen once or if? He took over Ukraine. Do you really think he would stop? I mean, clearly he wouldn't. He already yeah. pretty much, uh, you know, he, he already invaded Moldova. Um, he did uh, uh, invade Georgia. Well, not Georgia, in the United States, obviously. <laughs> you know, but uh, he already invaded uh, Ukraine right now. This is a person who on live TV said that Russia should have no borders. He said it in a joking, joking way. But it wasn't a joke, and he clearly tries to illustrate it. America sends thousands, uh, millions, and billions of dollars to many countries, uh, and sometimes for absolutely no reason, mainly just political or, uh, you know, or, or business. This is a business of one small country protecting not, not only its borders and its land, but protecting the entire free world. Ukrainians are the only ones who are fighting this massive, massive, massive army, and they're doing yeah. doing it very, very successfully. So, if you help with weapons, um, if you help, uh, you know, defeat the Russians without sending an American uh, American troops in there, I think it's a one-one situation because, in reality, Ukrainians are doing all the dirty work. They the ones who are suffering. They the ones who are dying. You know, losing, yeah. you know, thousands and thousands of uh, of lives already been lost. So, you know, if America or, or, or NATO countries can help fight the evil that is threatening not only Ukraine, but the entire world, I think that it's no brainer. So it's not doesn't come down to how much money it's about. You know what? When people are asking you for donations, right? Typically, what do they say? Help as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Nobody's asking you for specific money. You know, every dollar counts. If you can help, then help. If you can't help, then don't help. But it's not about the amount of money. And I, I think that uh, the picture is kind of, kind of like a little bit distorted and, and people are missing the bigger picture. This is defending yeah. the entire world. No, I agree. Our friend Simon was asking, where did you land in the, U in the EU? Uh, I, uh, I flew to Austria, to Vienna, from Vienna to Budapest, Hungary, and from there by car across the border to Ukraine. And then coming back uh, also to Budapest and from Budapest to Germany, to Frankfurt and from Frankfurt to the United States. Okay. So do we want to put a bow on this or anything else you'd like to talk about Ukraine, my friend? Uh, the only thing I would like to say is that the war is real. Like I said before, you know, um, massive loss of uh, innocent civilians, massive threat to the world's stability, which has already been shattered. And... You know, and uh, we are, if you can help, if you want to help in any way, shape or form, then do help. If you don't know something just because you read something or, uh, you know, or suspect that, you know, um, 
do your homework, have a look. Because right now we have basically, this is how Hitler started. And in, uh, and it cost millions, millions of, of lives lost throughout Europe. You know, Americans actually were involved in that war, you know, but uh, right now it's only the Ukrainians. You stop, you stop evil at its root. Don't let it expand. And right now we can at least try. We're not, I'm not saying that we're going to succeed. I'm just saying that we can try, you know, try and do everything. Because at the end of the day, we have to look at our children. We have to look in the mirror. So, you know, a billion sent to some fucked up country that is later on going to, you know, possibly harm United States or send billions of dollars in weapons, maybe a humanitarian uh, uh, help uh, to help a country that is fighting not only they fight, but fighting everybody's fight. Yep. One of our close friends, Eric Schwartz. I can't imagine being there while this is going on. Much respect for you. Thank you, Eric. So speaking of quickly, I guess word on the street is Eric's doing some work for you guys. That is correct, um, Eric. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, Eric's been doing some work with us from day one of Apollo Nutrition. Eric is a, cro- is a very, very close friend of mine. And... You know, I remember asking his for his advice and picking his brain literally from day one, almost, you know, pretty much day one. And Eric never said no to me. So, you know, the extent of what Eric does exactly and how he does it, I'm going to leave it up to Eric and uh, the boss because I'm afraid I'm going to get my ass kicked. Uh, so I'm going to say, yes, Eric is definitely involved with Apollo Nutrition. I'm very, very grateful to Eric, and I think we are very, very lucky, unlike some other idiots, to have somebody, uh, you know, like Eric on our side. It's our gain and their loss. Uh, but when, you know, we, we're talking about industry experts, you know, sometimes we throw that word very, very sporadically everywhere. Or oh, he's an industry expert. I mean, Ben Kane is now an industry sp- uh, expert, but come on. <laughs> Uh, let's get real. Uh, but Eric is the real industry expert and having him on our side, I think makes us, uh, makes a, a very, very cool ally to Apollo Nutrition and makes Apollo Nutrition even more, um, I would say credible. Because of you, him and I have created a very, very good friendship. We talk pretty much daily as well, and I'm not going to ruin his surprise, but he's got something pretty cool brewing in the background. But when the time is right, I'll let him kind of announce it. But Eric, Eric and I talked today, and I'm excited. I Hopefully, it'll, it'll work out well for him. Oh, he's going to succeed in anything that Eric does. Like, put it this way, and I hope Eric doesn't mind me saying, Eric's been with three companies in the last couple of years. Uh, obviously, Animal and Universal doesn't count. Uh, because that was, that was, Eric was, in my opinion, always the face of that company. Uh, the other two companies that have lost Eric, like I said, major, major, major fuck up, or to quote Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, big mistake, huge. <laughs> and chiming in, our good old friend from Poland, almost 3 million relocated in Poland. Hello, all. Give Ukrainians weapons. They are already winning. So with extra support, they will whoop Putin's ass. You know, how can you argue with Lucas? I mean, he, he's right. He's, I mean, he put it better than I would. Hey, Lucas. Um, Lucas is right. Poland is probably one of the two most beloved countries in Ukraine. I mean, from what I heard, um, Ukrainians are literally worshipping Polish people for what they've done. They really, really, really step. Uh, they, they really stepped up. They stepped up, like, I mean, 
Poland and, and Ukraine always been friendly countries, friendly neighbors. But what Polish people are doing, and it's not the Polish government. I mean, Polish government, of course, too. I mean, don't get me wrong, but it's actually Polish people. You know, just just people that I know. Um, I'm friends with uh, my friend Agata, who is uh, a friend of mine on Facebook. She's Polish. Obviously, Lucas is a dear friend of mine. You know, those are civilians. Those are civilians that really, really, really care. Lucas was checking on me when I was in Ukraine. Um, Lucas says there is shitload of Ukrainians in Poland, but he doesn't say it. Well, I mean, Poland is a fucking tiny country. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many millions, we're talking not thousands, millions of Ukrainians are <laughs> invading Poland. They welcoming them with open arms, letting them stay in their uh, houses, you know, sharing food with them and everything else. That just shows what kind of people they are. You know, not, not just a, a person, uh, the whole nation. Poland yeah. stepped up in a way that touched everybody's heart. And, you know, Poland is a tiny country. And if Putin attacks, it's not going to be very good. But Poland basically fucking went, fuck you, Putin, we're going to do the right thing. And, you know, they just like fucking helped and, and they keep helping. And, um, you know, um, Lucas is right. You know, help with weapons because they need help. They're not asking for a handout. They're not asking, send the troops, fight for us. They actually, you know, they ask you to help. Now with Lucas, if they get involved, he'll give everybody guns and and scoops of hooligan. (laughs) He says, give me one more week and I'll be fluent in Ukrainian. He's not kidding. Um, Other big events. So how was Aries yesterday? The Aries event in Jersey. Oh, Patrick is phenomenal. I mean, that guy, you know, uh, he puts up these great events. He doesn't fucking, he's not cheap. He's investing in his brand. And I mean, he only had one store like two years ago or something like that. He is about to open his fourth one. Every store is in immaculate condition. It's beautiful inside. He puts top dollar into making sure that his stores look beautiful. Um you know, he always brings like top professionals, obviously, you know, flying them, paying them for appearance. It can be cheap, you know, uh, clothing line. I mean, you you name it, he has it. You know, he carries very, very good and not cheap brands. He yep. carries like some, he definitely knows his supplements. And, uh, you know, as a brand owner, you know, um, I can see him dealing with Carolina, that guy. He, he, he is, he will place an order and he will go like charge my credit card. You know, he, he pays immediately. You don't have to chase him down. You know, some of the brand owners, they know how difficult it is. Sometimes Patrick is just like, you know, does everything by the book. You know, he brings top professionals. He makes sure to put out great events. He's not cheap. And, uh, and I pretty much as he had more people yesterday at his little expo. I was earlier that day at the New York pro for prejudging. He destroyed New York Pro. He destroyed New York Pro. He went basically head to head against New York Pro. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a calculated move. He probably just, you know, miscalculated dates. But he had more people under the sun. And yesterday was almost 100 degrees. He had more people at his event. In the, uh, I was there in the afternoon. He started at 11 o'clock. But prejudging at the New York Pro started at 8. Yeah. Typically, New York Pro is packed. Patrick destroyed them i mean in terms of attendance and you know great job i mean i can't uh, you know i can't um, say more about it i met also with uh for the first time with brad the owner of ninja up 
Yeah, he told me. What a fucking great guy. Yeah. What an amazing guy. I mean, I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, great guy, great company. Can't say, you know, enough good things about him. Met up with Jeff Long of Like a Pro, another guy who were, uh, I mean, we had a little bit of a, we had our differences, but, you know, when, when we found out, they actually had nothing to do with us. But, you know, as, um, as expected, somebody contributed to that uh, rift, but we talked it out. And ever since, you know, Jeff and I, we get along, I respect his brand. And I'll tell you, I mean, one of the things that I haven't mentioned just before I left for Ukraine, Jeff Long actually offered to help with anything that Apollo needs to step up and just need, um, you know, and if, if, if Carolina needs anything, you know, in terms of ingredients or something like that, um, you know, he's there. So I can't thank him enough. So I know you've been in the business for a while. You've seen some huge bodybuilders. Did you get a chance to see Nick Walker? Was that guy a freak or was it just another large bodybuilder? Well, Nick Walker used to often train at at a pond. He would stop oh, by, you know. Yeah, when even when just before he even got a pro card, I think after he got a pro card, he trained a couple of times. He is from New Jersey. Uh, we chatted on numerous occasions. I wouldn't say that we are friends. We don't hang out or anything like that. But we texted each other on occasion. We met each other on occasion. He was at a pond a few times. Uh, listen, the guy is, uh, to me personally, Nick's always been nothing but respectful. Um, I, I can't say anything bad about him. One thing that I can point out is the fact that the guy loves bodybuilding. He lives bodybuilding. He's very passionate about bodybuilding. And to be honest with you, I'm hardly surprised by his uh, achievements because that was to be expected. You know, I've seen some comments here and there about nick but most of it comes from either jealousy or hate unfortunately that is yeah. present in our industry everywhere you know that 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 side the ugly side of business but uh you know he's very good friends with patrick uh but all i can say is is that uh, to me nick is a good guy and i wish him all the success and i think he deserves it there was interesting because I was watching some of the feed with him and Jay standing side by side. And obviously Jay is respectfully a shell of, he was, of a man, but it's like former Mr. Olympia and possible future Mr. Olympia standing side by side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Jay is a class act. I mean, every time I see him, he's probably one of the best, if not the best, when it comes to like, you know, interacting with the audience and with fans. And he's a real professional in every because today I get to get a pro card. It's not as challenging as it used to be 10, 15 years ago. You have yeah. so many pros. Every gym has a pro these days. Um, but, uh, you know, back 10, 15, 20 years ago to get a pro card was close to impossible. It was more like a dream. Yeah. Uh, but you see, the thing is, I think that a lot of people are missing the point. It's not only about being professional on stage. It's about being professional off the stage. And I think that very, very few can come close to Jay Cutler when it comes to carrying himself as a true professional on and off the stage. And, you know, seeing him now being retired, but so involved in supplement line, being so successful, him interacting with the audience the way he does and treating the fans he does. I think a lot of current pros could learn, you know, a thing or two from him. And Guy Cicerino was there also. He's a good friend of mine. And that's another example, you know, guy has retired from bodybuilding, but he's still absolutely amazing with fans, still very much in demand when it comes to appearances. And he knows how to treat, uh, you know, his fans. I didn't recognize him without the beard yesterday. I had the second guess or second, second glance on the videos with guy shaving his beard off. I don't know if that was new or if he's ha not had it in a while. 
as far as I know, he used to shave his beard when he used to compete. Uh, okay. He would shave his beard. You know, it was kind of like a thing. Um, he looks kind of small. He looks like a figure competitor. That's what I said yesterday. But, uh, you know, I just bust his chops. Uh, guy, is, uh, guy is a great person. And, uh, you know, again, also just like Nick, he loves the industry. He still travels all the time. He still gives so much. And one of the, you know, one of the people who reached out to me constantly when I was in Ukraine, constantly. I mean, I can't say enough good things about Guy Cicerino. Like I said, once you go away to a place like Ukraine or, you know, you're disconnected from your world and you're in danger in a certain situation, only then you can appreciate the real, true friends in your life. And yep. I'm glad to say that Guy is definitely one of those people. He reminds me very close to you. He's very kind and humble to everybody, but he also does not hold back speaking his mind. So that's why you got to respect him. Well, that's the reason why we clashed so many times. I mean, Guy and I had more fights than with anyone. I mean, we there was a time we wouldn't even speak to each other. And, you know, I wanted to absolutely rip him apart. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, I guess, you know, the similarities that we have. We both speak our minds and we don't hold back. And sometimes you can clash. But in a true... Uh, um, you know, in a true concept of true friendship, it doesn't, um, it doesn't, that's what makes friends. You know, we can have yeah. a fight, we can have an argument, but, you know, the next day we're like, you know, I just uh, said the same thing about uh, me and Lucas. There were a few times where we disagreed on the final scoop and it got even heated at times, but right after the show, we would text each other, bust each other's chops and laugh and what even would talk about it. Argument, what argument? We didn't have any argument. You know, that's yep. what makes friends friends. You know, I mean, that's uh, you can't have a brother. You can't have a family member or a real friend for years without having an argument. It's just not yep. possible. It's how you overcome that, that, you know, th th those differences. That's what makes it real. Uh, there are some people that I have, you know, I had good relationship with decent. And then we would just fall off without even having a fight. You know, it just. It can happen. And then there are people like, you know, Lucas, we can be on the final scoop or something like that and probably disagree on certain things. But then in our private, you know, conversation, we don't even talk about it, just like I said, because it yeah. doesn't affect our friendship. There is friendship and there is a matter of opinion and there is a disagreement. If you cannot overcome your disagreement with your friend, that's really not your friend because, come on, seriously. You know, I, I have friends that support different soccer team than I do. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge soccer fanatic. But that doesn't come between us. It just doesn't matter. It's a small shit. It's like I always tell everybody, you know, what? you're an adult. I'm an adult. I might not respect your political beliefs, anything whatsoever. But That's at the end fine. of the day, you have your voice. I have mine. And we're still friends no matter what it is. It's yeah, part of being uh, an adult. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of final scoop, are you coming back or is it just schedules clashing with everybody or what's the latest on that? Uh, oof. Uh, <laughs> uh, I when, when when I was on the final scoop, the last episode that I was uh, I, I was present, I did say that I'm going to be gone for about two or three weeks. I said it live because you know I was going away for two or three weeks. Uh, you know, Robert had some schedule issues, I guess, or conflicts. Uh, he did say, coincidentally, uh, 
few days later, because we have this group chat, that he's not going to be able to make it for a few Saturdays, I guess, or something like that, offering right. to maybe reschedule or whatnot. Uh, obviously, I was preoccupied with other things, so that thing just didn't pan out, and they didn't do the shows for those couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, they did a show yesterday, uh, but I was uh, busy with the New York Pro and with Aris Nutrition, so I couldn't make it. Um, right now, I, I don't know if they're doing it next Saturday or rescheduling for another day again. I don't okay. know. I don't know how my schedule is because the first couple of days or a week, I was not really active with Apollo Nutrition as well because I needed just some time after Ukraine kind of to to be left alone, so to speak. Uh, I only eased into my work the last few days, and obviously I'm very, very overwhelmed. I do enjoy doing a podcast. I do enjoy interacting with people. I do enjoy, um, you know, um, having conversation. Um, the final scoop, I mean, I, I like to have, to be honest, I like to have a little bit more consistency, uh, especially when you have four people. And I think if, uh, you know, one or two cannot make it, I still think the show might go on. And I think, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it's not fair to the audience when you just don't go on air. And I know Lucas is very, very passionate about it. And I, uh, you know, because he always posts and he always advertises and promotes the final scoop. And I, I love that about him. Um, right now, I honestly, it's been probably about three, four weeks since I haven't been on the final scoop. And, um, you know, I didn't say that I'm quitting or anything like that. I think that it's just kind of like a matter of uh, schedule difficulties. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I would like to discuss. But to be honest with you, it's also, you know, once you come from a place like Ukraine and once you see everything, um, you know, you see the way you see, uh, I think that um, it's very, very important to kind of to establish, you know, like you're doing interviews pretty much with uh, various guests. By the way, I watched one with Joey from Glaxton and I really, oh, yeah. really, I really enjoyed it. It was very, very good. In fact, I sent Joey a message saying it was a great um you know, it was a great interview. Thank uh, you. No, it was phenomenal. But you have your concepts. You have like how you do things. I feel like we were doing interviews, then we stopped doing interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I feel like there should be a little bit more consistency. And uh, just being honest, I feel like that consistency has been lost a little bit. So mm -hmm. the future of the final scoop, I mean, I know that I would like to continue. But I would like probably to discuss it more because don't forget, it's a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's in the middle of the day. Uh, yep. We all have things to do. I, of course, can speak only for myself. You know, I can spend time with friends. I can spend time with family. I can spend time working. Uh, I can spend time training. There are so many things because we're talking not just the two hours that the show goes on. There's obviously an hour before that that you have to be ready. Uh, because you yeah. have to be on time and then usually we would stay and talk for a couple of minutes sometimes longer so it's about four hours can be out of your day in the middle of the day so if i'm doing that i would like some kind of structure and i i want i want structure in everything i do including upon nutrition i think 2020 was a shit show for upon nutrition even though we kind of exploded but at yeah. the same time there was no consistency products were released all over the place and there was no structure 
or the company grew, but we were like pulling in different directions. We had no meetings. We had no structure. We just kind of like roll with it. We rolled with it. I think it's wrong. Uh, 2021, there was more consistency. And I think 2022, we even more consistent than 2021. I think we even more organized. I was away for about a month from Apollo Nutrition. You wouldn't even notice. It's either because I'm completely irrelevant <laughs> or uh, uh, and they're doing probably better without me or uh, or we just because we have a structure. So I would love to have a structure. I'll be honest with you. I haven't even talked to Robert one-on-one ever since I left. Wow. Okay. We didn't have one conversation. Um, you know, I'm a little bit surprised by that, but like I said, I haven't talked to him once. I interacted with Lucas. I interacted with Shane, but it's the final scoop is under the supplement engineer banner. And mm-hmm. we, we haven't talked once. And even, you know, as you can see, my first podcast, my first interview is done with you not the supplement engineer and don't get me wrong i'm not complaining or anything like that just yeah. being transparent um you know I, I i would like to have structure i would like to have you know like lucas is very very by the book you know shane is different and it should be um it should be understood and he has a family they right now on the road it's not mm-hmm. very possible for him to always join and he's very upfront about it and you know uh it's not easy he also has a child um you know on weekends sometimes they travel so it's understood uh but i like lucas's approach i like the fact how consistent he is i mean you can even see by his facebook how he posts for prometheus you know if i call lucas or i send him a text message and i want to talk to him he will tell me like listen i'm busy right now because i'm doing certain work but i'll call you in 45 minutes i assure you lucas will call me in 45 minutes and mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very impressed by that. I'm very, very impressed by that because that's how I like it. I like it myself. I mean, I'm not even close to his level when it comes to consistency, but I, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm honest. I, I'm, I'm constantly late and stuff like that. But I, I aspire to be like him in that, in that, in that perspective. I would love Just to do it, and and I, and I would like to have the same structure with the final scoop. And I hope we can get to that. And we can discuss it and continue. But, uh, you know, in all honesty, I've been talking about doing um, a podcast myself um, in a different probably structure, more like like kind of like you with interviews and, uh, you know, having guests and talking about various subjects. Uh, You know, I'm a movie buff. I I like fights. I like things like that. So I would like not just the supplements. I'm not trying to compete with anyone or steal any audience. Kind of my own thing. You know, and uh, I am thinking about it right now more than ever, but that does not take away the fact that I would not love to do the final scoop being been done, been done right, you know, or coming in and doing a show with you because I mm-hmm. do enjoy our interactions and our conversations. So at this point, I will say I'm open-minded, but we'll see. Now you realize your DMs and Instagram are going to start blowing up saying, Robert, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's fine. And I, I want to do it. I want to do it. You know, I mean, the fact that people have been suggesting it, asking it, you know, uh, Jose, uh, who is, uh, you know, he works, you know, he's our sales director, but he's also a close friend. He's been on my case for now, God knows how long, you know, about doing it. And I want to. I'm more comfortable in front of the 
camera as opposed to how it used to be before. And it's actually very easy because all you have to do is basically speak your mind. You know, you don't have to sugarcoat. You don't have to pretend. It's when acting is required and when you have to be a clown, I think that's that's a little bit more challenging. But this is easy. Did this. I know you brought it up earlier. You went to the New York Pro. Did you have anybody else besides Brian in the show? No, Brian was the only athlete representing Apollo Nutrition competing. And, you know, he placed in the top 10. Um, you know, obviously he thought, I thought, and, you know, maybe being biased, but I mean, you've seen the pictures and you've seen what he looked like. Uh, yeah. And you can compare him to other competitors. So we thought that he should have placed a lot higher. But again, you know, we know bodybuilding. We know how it works, you know. It's pretty much uh, we all know what's going on and how it's going on. So it is what it is. The only thing we can do is try and bring Brian the best Brian that Brian can be and yeah. hope for the best. I mean, that's pretty much it. I keep kidding around with him on Instagram. He looks like he has no freaking waist. I mean, it looks like he has like a 22 inch waist. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he is uh, definitely, you know, I mean, we did a shot of back double bicep with him. Um and, you know, even though in physique, they don't do it. And I said, like, listen, your back looks like mini Ronnie Coleman. It's just an incredible back double bicep. And the guy is still a rookie. He only got his pro card before the pandemic. Um, yeah. in, in literally three months and three shows, he got his pro card. And he's already done, what, three shows. And every time it's either top 10 or top five in a very competitive field. So clearly, you know, he's getting noticed. And I couldn't be happier for him because he's such a good guy with such an amazing physique. And even when he diets down, it's gonna sound like I don't have I don't have infatuation, Brian, if you're listening. But even when he diets down, he's got this big barrel chest, which is like when people die, you lose a lot of your chest, but it's still so I mean his whole body is full. Yeah, the, the, he is uh like I said, I mean, I don't want to take away anything from his uh, you know, from his work because the guy works very, very hard. But his genetics, his waistline are just fucking amazing. Yeah. So let's jump into I got a lot of questions here, all sorts of uh are you running up more products this year? Any ideas? Can you share anything that's coming out or kind of how many coming out? That's a good question because I don't know how many coming out, but we're trying to release a new product uh, and flavors on a monthly basis. Um, and so far from January, we've been successful doing so. Uh, we are announcing Universal Soldier, I think, tomorrow. That's a new product. And then, uh, you know, after that, it's going to be more and more every month new flavors new products so it's going to be non-stop obviously i've been saying it for a while sometimes and i do apologize for the delays but the sleep formula is definitely it's already a done formula just so much in between that we're having difficulties you know and we're adding more flavors to lionheart more flavors to over the top uh chaos is going to be redone shogun is going to be redone assassin redone probably at the end of the year maybe um there's gonna be a couple of surprises that i can't really share because i know i'm being watched by uh my friendly competitors you know so let, let them release it after i release you know so so uh but yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be consistency you know shane taught me one thing and it's about the brand being consistent and that's what yeah. we're trying to do are you gunning for uh so someone else has are you gunning for 2022 brand of the year you know what? I promise Shane that I'm not going to and that I'm not going to do anything about, uh, you know, that I'm not going to try and compete like I did aggressively in 2021. Shane called me a liar and he probably was right. Uh, so <laughs> um, I think we kind of 
have no competition so far, at least if we are talking into account, you know, up until this point, I don't think and nobody released as many products and hasn't made such impact. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the, the ones that count, you know, is, are the ones that we won. And that is obviously stacked. Stacked uh, award of brand of the year is probably the Oscar of this industry. So that would be nice, but the decision is up to Shane and Nikki. It's not, you know, I don't think, and I think Shane proved it, that he's going to do it his way. And I respect, uh, I respect that. Um, you, I mean, obviously that's something very, very different, you know, and if it's by vote, the beautiful thing is that it's not corrupted, but the downside of it, it's, you know, it's still a popularity kind of contest, like, you know, like Shane does uh, the protein awards. So you're not guaranteed. Would be nice, but again, it's out of my hands. Um, so it's the same thing, as, uh, and obviously Review Brothers, that was the first award that they've given, so obviously I'm honored with that. But uh, I think that, you know, we accomplished everything that we wanted to accomplish in 2021. We put a palms firmly on, you know, on the map, uh, and we don't plan to leave that map anytime soon. And the rest is, you know, the words that make a difference, obviously, again, stacked. Uh, I respect your work tremendously. Would love to get it a second time, but it's beyond my control. And the only thing that we can control is getting the brand better and better and better. And that's about all we can do. So I'm going to grab the floor here for a minute because somebody actually sent me, did they miss the other award winners? So for people that are that are not familiar, I had my own award show this year. And as you know, Robert, you, you had won both the brand of the year and the people's choice, choice award. There was also a product of the year and a pre-workout of the year. Okay. And again, for people watching this, this was voted on by other brand owners. Okay. So respect keeping it neutral throughout the industry. So the product of the year winner will be coming up. He's been traveling. So I'm not going to let it out, but we're going to do a podcast. Let's just say he's living the lifestyle right now. Okay. And for people asking, there was also a pre-workout of the year. Now, unfortunately, the pre-workout company of the year has blown me off three different freaking times. I've already spoken with him. So basically, he can take the award. As The Rock would say, shine it up, stick it up his ass. He's too busy worrying about great gaining his TikTok followers and playing with his new Instagram boy toy. I'm going to leave it at that. So not that it means much, but for second place, it was you and Glaxon for pre-workout of the year. So anyway... As I say to the other brand, if you're watching this, thank you, fuck you, goodbye. Off my, ch off my chest. And, I, and I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, David and Ari fucking get a room already. <laughs> I know, let me, let me bring... They, 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 they took great guys. I, I really respect them. They, they, they're fantastic. Both David and Ari are just two amazing human beings. So I just like them busting their chops. So I'll just say, I love listening to Robic speak from the heart, here to give my love and support to my brother. Thank you, Ari. Thank you so much. Uh, what an incredible guy. I just, you know, heart of gold. And then Chris is asking, is Universal Soldier going to be soldier-focused? Which is a very <laughs> interesting question. I mean, uh, it's, it's pretty much already out there, so I might as well say what it is because it doesn't really matter. I mean, a lot of people, it might as well be here uh, live. It's a, it's a, I mean, it's an overtime version, so it's uh, it's more of a gaming product. It's uh, really yeah, it's more of a gaming. But I mean, 
of course I'm going to be biased, but I think, you know, considering that, you know, how we do formulas, you know, that the formula is going to be badass. Um, it's a gaming product. Uh, it's, uh, a milder, I don't want to say it's a milder version over, over time. It's probably falls under the same umbrella of nootropics, but it's just a completely, completely different spin. I would say, you know, if assassin and hooligan are maybe hooligan is not a best example, but maybe, uh, assassin and say bare knuckle. They both pre-workouts, but they're completely different. I mean, there is just nothing really in common, you know, they're different. So I would say that uh, Overtime and Universal Soldier fall on the same nootropic umbrella, but they're completely different. I mean, tomorrow, uh, Shane will, uh, Shane will uh, put up the supplement facts. And so we will, also will we, and, you know, I'll send it to you, Sean, so you can have a look. Um, so it's going to be announced tomorrow, but it's just... Uh, I mean, a soldier could take it for sure. <laughs> I'm happy for you because gaming category is growing exponentially. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that was something that, you know, we, we, we had planned for quite some time. I wasn't sure if it's a pollen style or not. But then again, you know, resistance, uh, liver lover, um, blood sport that has no stamps, lion heart that has very, very mild stimulation. None of these were a pollen style maybe three years ago. But right now, I think it's so diverse that... Um, you know, uh, I don't think as long as it's a good product, it's all that matters as long as it's well dosed and as long as it has, you know, ingredients that actually prove proven to work. I think that, yeah, it falls as a pollen product. Why not? Sure. Play, play in the game. Everybody else has got it. You might as well join it as well. Absolutely. You know, I mean, like I said, I'm proud of the formula. You'll see it tomorrow. And, you know, I'm not one of those guys who's going to say, uh, uh, who's going to say, oh, you know what, it's a game-changing uh, product or anything like that. You'll see the supplement facts. You'll see review. I know if, uh, TJ, I think, is going to do a review in a few days. You'll see the reviews. You'll see the product, and that will – I mean, you already know what to expect from us. I think that the brand earned that trust from the consumers and from peers and, and real friends that we don't have to kind of like go overboard and hype up the product. I think most of our products – uh, they hype themselves, and I think that's what matters. Here's a question. I don't know if I've ever asked you. At what point, as as a pollen nutrition, obviously you started out just kind of tapping the market. At what point did you finally say to yourself, well, shit, I've got something here. Let's run with it versus just being kind of a house brand? Uh, I think I noticed that we got something after about three months of starting the brand because it was intended only for a pollen gym. And then when I started noticing, we had this gym uh, fitness center across the street from a pond. And when I saw that crowd, there was completely different crowd from a pond gym crowd. When I saw them stopping by and getting our products uh, at a pond, like literally not joining the gym, but just buying the products that are more expensive than your conventional products that that gym was selling. You know, I think they were selling uh, Dymatize, uh, Nutribio. I think they were selling... Uh, um some other brands as well not bad brands just different from what we do um when i saw that they're stopping by to buy specifically our products i was like hold on you know maybe this is not just for hardcore guys maybe this is not just for a pawn crowd maybe there is more to it that's when we started talking about maybe there is something to it um then we kind of like we were getting better and better every year but until, and I have to give props again to TJ, until TJ reviewed, because I think he reviewed Assassin first, not even Hooligan. I think he reviewed Assassin first. Assassin had such a very cult following yep. that, uh, you know, people loved it. 
uh there were those that didn't like it I, I didn't like it that much to be honest and there were those that were judging it just because it's a loaded formula but they judged it uh, unfairly you know mm -hmm. they were using science that was not there they were using arguments that were unjustified uh they were attacking me for absolutely no reason so i think when tj did the review and it's the, the the brand started to get kind of a little bit more uh you know attention and then we always had the 50 50 formula x the protein uh and when people tried that we're like whoa isolating casein and we presented yeah. them with actual studies that this is not inferior to just isolate this is possibly superior to just isolate when people started looking into it and they tried it like okay you know assassin tastes like shit, but this protein actually tastes very 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 good so you know i mean maybe and i think that that's when we started to see things but to get a little bit more creative in terms of like making not just the badass hardcore stemmed up fucking uh products because i do feel like we are the pioneers of that i mean you could say that uh jack 3d and uh you know and mesomorph those products were there with dma but they had a sprinkle of dma it was just very very potent dma and those products worked but what we did we actually started like blasting these this fully loaded supplement facts that I think you see today, not just with a palm, but with numerous brands. And I would like, I think I, I can rightfully take the credit for it, that we kind of paved the way for it. But there is more to it, obviously. You know, you can't release just everything with 600 milligram of caffeine. Uh, there are people who like 200 milligram of caffeine. There are those who don't like caffeine and they want stem-free product. And there, you know, and there are more categories like a sleep formula. Simon, we, I promise you, we're going to have it this year. I promise you. I mean, probably give me, I hope two, three months. Um, you know, there, there are more categories in, in, uh, in sports nutrition and there are different sports. It's not just bodybuilding, it's powerlifting, yeah. it's fighting, it's running. Uh, you know, I, I saw Sandeep asked, you know, if Lionheart can be taken for running. Absolutely, because it's lower on stems, but it's created specifically for endurance. So it's, it's going to, you're going to benefit tremendously from Lionheart for running specifically with those ingredients. So I think that the market has so much potential. And to be honest with you, if I may be, you know, 100% frank with you on this one, we, st we have so many fucking brands, so many brands. Yep. Uh, but nevertheless, I would go and say 90% what you see on the market, and you know ingredients, you know supplements, it's pure shit. It's yep. garbage. So products that actually do work or they, they bring anything to the table, there's maybe 10%, maybe. So the market, in my opinion, they say it's very competitive. I actually disagree. I don't think it's that competitive at all. You know, you have a lot of shit. And then when it comes to actually products that do work and, you know, make a difference, um, it's not that competitive, you know, I mean, uh, like I said to Jeff Long yesterday, I can name companies, maybe like, uh, like a pro, uh, Morphogen, um, Alpha Lion is not bad. You know, ASC is a little bit more on a hardcore side, but also at least, you know, Jake does kind of, you know, the right thing. Ninja is also a little bit on a hardcore side, but still the company bread and, and, and those guys, they're doing things right. In my opinion, yeah. um, Nutribio, even though, you know, Mark and I don't see eye to eye, but I will not say that it's a bad brand. I think Nutribio is a very good brand. Then you have Jim Stepani. It's also a very good brand. So you have a few brands that are really doing things right. 
Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I, I, I mean, I like our friend from Canada, obviously, Iron Brothers. I think, oh, yeah, of course. I, I think Mark is a fantastic human being and I like his line a lot. Uh, but, you know, that's pretty much more or less. I'm not saying that's it because, you know, I'm not going to try and go with every company. But I named right now, what, five, six, seven companies. We can double it and say 15. But I yeah. really, I really feel like 15 to 20, we're going to struggle to name companies that are doing things right. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. So I'm, I'm very close with Brad of Ninja as well. And I found out you guys going to be there. I said, look, Brad, go over and say hi to Robic. Obviously, name drop me. And I was very honest. I said, listen, to get Robic's seal of approval on a product, because you guys have done some of the product reviews on, on Final Scoop. And for the most part, you have given him a very honest kind of thumbs up for the most part. And I told him that. I said, listen, I would not have you go over to anybody that, you know, that I wouldn't trust in my life. And he called me last night. He said, look, me and Robert connected. He's like, man, he's like, you you spot on. Super, super nice guy and vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we, we had a conversation for a good 20, 25 minutes. And I can't say enough good things about him. What a great guy. You know, very well spoken. Um, he's a straight shooter from what I saw. And, you know, we agreed that we're going to meet again. Hopefully he's going to be able to make it to the seminar this year. I, yeah. I you know, I, I told him it's an open invitation for him. Um, his uh, sales director, Mark, became a good friend, even though we haven't seen each other yet. Uh, we only interacted through text messages a couple of times and a phone call. Um, great people, great people, great products. Uh, they deserve the success that, you know, it's coming their way. Like you said, I keep, you know, I keep repeating it. I don't hate anyone. I yep. don't. Don't come after me. Don't come after my loved ones. Don't come after, you know, things that I worked so hard for. Um, and we are good. You know, I mean, do whatever you want. Even if you have a shitty line, I'm not even going to mention it. Yes, if it comes up on the final scoop or it's going to come up here and somebody's going to ask a question about a certain brand, I will speak my mind, you know, but uh, I'm not planning to attack anyone. And when I meet good people within the industry, I'll plug them. I'll promote their products. I'll use their products gladly. Yeah. So speaking of, how do you feel about some of the copycats that seem to be kind of maybe mimicking a little bit? Is a form of flattery or what are your thoughts? Uh, you know what? I mean, the first time I saw people using the name Hooligan, uh, just the name, obviously not the, the formula, it pissed me the fuck off. It was, I was very, 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 very angry. Um, then I realized, I think the first one was from Austria, if I'm not mistaken. And I actually ran into them at, uh, at FIBO. I was pissed. I wanted to rip their heads off. I was like, oof. But then, I mean, there is literally nothing you can do. They overseas, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to sue them or anything like that? The only thing you can do yeah. is say, like, listen, they have hooligan, but their hooligan is nothing like the real deal. You know, if anything, they're giving us more exposure and pointing sooner or later, they customers probably will see the real hooligan because the real hooligan is way, way better. It's bigger. It's better known. So knock yourself out. In terms of like few formulas that I've seen out there, I don't know if it's worth mentioning the companies because I think everybody knows at this point. Listen, um, somebody even once said to me like, oh, look, you know, you you saying that people are ripping you off and, uh, you know, uh, you're just bitter about it. Uh, it's not about bitter. It's about, you know, the fact is, is that uh, I work on a certain product. You don't use your imagination. You don't use your creativity. You don't use yeah. your, uh, you don't, you're not doing, uh, you know, you're not doing research. You're just ripping off a product that is popular 
<laughs> we didn't say it. Yeah, yeah, Mitch could not. Mitch could not hold it. You know, but you actually went and you saw a successful product and you modified it slightly, or sometimes didn't even modify it, and you release it. And it's not only with Apollo; it's with other brands too. I mean, GNC just released a fucking product that it's pretty much Jim Stepani's product. You know, I saw it yesterday. I mean, come on. You know, it's it's pretty obvious that it's uh, it looks very very similar and i do understand in a pre-workout there is only so much creativity that you can use so i do understand a lot of products are very very similar but it's also painfully obvious when somebody is ripping another brand it's it's just very very obvious um again it's there's nothing to prevent it but if you are copying me and you profiting from something that i put together that was my original idea then what's wrong with me saying, look, Sean uh, copied me because yeah. I'm the one who came up with it. So by the way, I have the same product that came out earlier, possibly even better than that product. And my idea, my creativity are being ripped off. If you still want to buy from them, by all means, I can't prevent you from doing it. There is also no such thing as, you know, holding to copyright when it comes to a formula. Anyone can. But if you have no decency and can copy somebody's brand, then why should not that why should that brand not point out to the fact that it's you who borrowed the idea from them and kind yeah. of exploit that in the, for their own benefit? So do I benefit from it? Yeah, absolutely. But But that's the only thing I can do. You know, I will point out, but at the same time, I am flattered, you know, so there is no anger. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, look, you know, I mean, again, it doesn't happen only with me. I don't want to say like, oh, look, I'm so special. You know, there they've been brands have been ripped off. I mean, even there's so many of them. I don't want to fucking give them attention right now. But the thing is, is that there are so many brands that have been ripped off uh, unjustifiably. But if they can uh, point out to that fact, then sure, by all, why not? You know, do it. Uh, and at the end of the day, the consumer has a choice what product, what brand he wants to support and use. So make the right choice. What do you think about crack? I'm sure people are reaching out to you about the new crack formula. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very, very difficult. It's very, very difficult, and I knew you're gonna fucking put me on the spot. Um, but uh, and I've been avoiding that 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 question, and I've been avoiding that answer. Uh, I have um, I have spoken about Dark Labs as um, you know. I don't know where they manufacture, and that's the truth. I, I mean, I don't know where most yeah. uh, you know um, where most companies uh, manufacture. So I don't know. What I do know is is that i did voice my opinion when they used to have dma and stuff like that when the product was already banned on the other hand they're from poland so they can mm. do whatever they want they're not in the united states you know and i was very very aggressive and i had ari my, my friend who was very very aggressive with uh what is it product um fuck excelsior Excel, oh yeah you know uh, I was very, and it's not because, you know, some people said it, I'm jealous. I, yes, I am jealous of a prop blend of four or five grams versus assassin or hooligan with 20 plus grams of active ingredients in a fully transparent uh, formula and a successful product. It's not about that. I was asked on the final scoop. I did voice my opinion. I don't know where it's manufactured. 
I don't know what's in it. I heard rumors, and I'm, I'm, I want to, you know, emphasize rumors because I don't have facts. I heard yeah. rumors that, uh, you know, the, the product Celsius was either spiked or whatnot. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I've never used it. I would never use it. Uh, not a chance. Um, to me, that's fucking garbage and made just to rip people off. Um, I... I do know about Dark Labs the following. I know the owner is apparently a nice guy. You know, Lucas said he's a nice guy, and I do trust Lucas on that one. The owner I know spoke very, very favorably about a poem. As far as I know, never said a bad thing about it. And I mm -hmm. do respect it despite my early criticism of it. Um, I know that he also helped our distributor in UK with shipments and stuff like that. He stepped up. Uh, so I can't really say anything negative about dark labs in terms of as a, you know, as people of honor and people mm -hmm. of, um, you know, decency, they clearly, whoever's behind the brand, I have no right to say anything bad about him because he was nothing but nice to me, my friends and my brand. Um, I saw the formula, um, it's, it seems like it would work. I haven't tried the product. Yeah. Uh, it's a stacked formula. Um, you know, all I can say is, is that I hope that they manufacturing it right. Um, I hope that, you know, they, you know, there is no DMA in it. Clearly they're trying to do better. And uh, listen, I wish them also, I wish them luck. Like I said, uh, Lucas said they're good people. I saw some actions from them that they don't make me doubt that they're good people. They trying to to succeed in the industry and uh, mm -hmm. let's see what's next for them. I mean, I I think that they're in the right direction right now. Yeah, you see, and that's why I like Ari because Ari fucking hated Excelsior. You know okay. what? And Ari will be the first one. That's another reason why I respect him so much. He will be the first one to say, I don't know um, ingredients as well as you know as you know some experts, but. You know, he he basically called them out. And as far as I know, he was the first one to call them out. And I respect him for that. I really, really respect the guy. So a couple of quick ones. We'll wind down here. So Mitch is asking, is double double impact V3 a possibility this year? No. Uh, the reason is, is because um, double impact was always a combination of uh, hooligan and assassin. The hooligan has just been reformulated and assassin is the final version has been formulated but it has to be also put through trials and whatnot and find uh the proper schedule for the release which is not in the next few months for sure uh not anytime soon it might be before the end of the year but don't quote me on that because i don't know but the version is final once it's approved once it's released once there were a few months you know on the shelf we will combine Hooligan and Assassin once again, and we will release Double Impact V3. I just don't okay. think that it's gonna be um, it's it's gonna be this year. Any chance of bringing back the Assassin 6.5 FDN version? Well, the only way to bring it back is probably 7.5 version. <laughs> you know, um, again, TJ and I are good friends. Uh, we had good uh, run with a 6.5, except the fact that it tasted like fucking ass. Uh, not that I would know. Um, <laughs> no comment. Or, or would I? Uh, 
it's Jesus Christ. My daughter listens to this. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> this is like very, that's that fucking pause where I'm super uncomfortable right now. How to continue. Uh, a 6.5 version was, was very, very popular. It was very popular partially of course, because of TJ and him being behind it partially because it's assassin. It was a great collaboration. Uh, I will say this, we are definitely going to have another collaboration with TJ. It's pretty much a done deal. Uh, any distribution in Canada? Uh, Alexander probably and Etienne are going to be um, helping with this situation. But yeah, we, we're definitely going to work on it. Uh, we're going to devote more time to it because there is a there, there is a lot of, uh, you know, obviously demand from Canada. So the answer is there's definitely in our plans and we'll definitely do it. We'll work on it 100%. We'll do our best. Obviously, I don't know the complete litigations, but I would think you probably have to neuter down a lot of the products because I think there's a caffeine tolerance and citrulline. Yeah. You know, Mark Burton tells me all this craziness. Well, that's that's the main problem. You know what? I mean, that's the problem that we ran when it came to Russia as well. You know, there are different regulations in different countries. So people are obviously smuggling, so to speak, the original products to Canada, to Australia, to, you know, Belgium or whatever. Every corner of the world, uh, of the world, you can see our products. If we're going to bring it officially, and if that country has very, very strict regulations, obviously not because we want to save money, but because we don't have a choice, we're yeah. going to have to. I hate the word, but we're going to have to water it down as much as possible. If we water it down, uh, you know, the same very consumer in Canada is going to be saying, "Apollo is cheating us." Yeah. So we have to find that balance, and that is not easy. I had this conversation with Alexander. I had this conversation with Lucas. Uh, you know, they obviously way more knowledgeable than I am. You know, obviously, as Lucas calls him, Uncle Etienne, I talk to him as well. Um, it's not easy task uh, because you basically have a choice now. Either you smuggling, fuck, I'm saying it on the live show, you're <laughs> smuggling illegal substances or you know overdosed uh, substances to places where it's not allowed yeah. uh, through obviously channels that are not exactly legal or uh, you actually work on uh, the best possible formulas for that country but the best possible formula for that country can be probably something like c4 you know yeah. and do you want a pollen name on a C4 formula, you know, and I'm not, 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 this is not a, a knock on Salicor whatsoever. So I, I don't want anyone to misunderstand what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just that they have their way of doing business and they are very successful nevertheless. And, you know, they, they do things the way they do things, but there are certain expectations from a pawn and being like Salicor, what's the point of having a pawn in Canada that is competing with Salicor? I mean, we're going to get squashed. And not only yeah. will we get squashed, we're also going to lose respect. So we will do our best. It just, like I said, it will take probably some time. And, of course, Sandeep, who's a very close friend of ours, coming to India. Because if you see, he posts, he buys all the supplements from Nutribio, which, again, great brand, but needs to get a real deal. No, no, I understand. And Sandeep's been a great, great, great supporter. I wouldn't even go as far as saying as a friend because he's always supporting upon. He's been very, very vocal, very, very nice guy. Um 
and I, I've been saying it to him for a while. I mean, if we get the right partner from India, you know, somebody who wants, uh, who, who can guide us and teach us and help us, um, you know, we had a lot of requests from India, but so far not the right kind of people that can make it happen. If we get somebody who can make it happen, please, by all means, contact me. Contact Sandeep for all I care, you know, <laughs> contact Sean. You know, we'll get the message. We'll be more than happy to. So, yeah, it's not something like we against. We actually for it, but, you know, hopefully it's going to happen. We have a flavor request here. I need to request a vanilla ice cream flavored stimulant powder to mix with my root beer bare knuckle. Fuck you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Making my life complicated. It actually sounds pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. John, just send me a message, you know. Um, uh, I can always, what I can promise is, is that I can talk to our manufacturer. We can always request a sample. We can test it out. If it's a, you know, if it's, we usually do it, you know, inside the gym, you know, with members and they test it out and sure. Yeah. I'm open to it. Why not? Thanks, John. And I uh, just, I don't like to give a lot of shout outs, but I want to give a shout out to David Fredrickson, who you and I both know. He's an awesome reviewer, loved the guy to death, and he's got his spin on everything, smart as can be. And like Ari, looks like a million bucks. Oh, he looks incredible. I mean, he's very, very knowledgeable. And I think, I hope he doesn't mind me saying, I try to plug him as much as I can, not because awesome reviews to a Paul line. Like, listen, I, this might come out arrogant and, and cocky, and I couldn't give a shit. But Apollon products are awesome. If you're going to say that Hooligan or Assassin, perhaps not the greatest tasting uh, products, I don't have a problem with that because it's true. You know, but the fact that we fully load, we manufacture properly, and we're making kick-ass great products, it's a fact. So, yes, David gives us uh, pretty good reviews. I think one review that was a little bit maybe slightly off, and me and him talked about him about it, was uh, Black Tulip, I believe. But I had absolutely no problem with that. Um, Ari gave uh, an average review to Hooligan, but Ari probably was drunk or something, you know. I, well, it's also Assassin. He didn't give a good review to Assassin because he double scooped it when he only should have took one scoop or half a scoop. I think it was Assassin. I think Ari is on Assassin fucking double scoop on a daily basis. That's just Ari. You know, that I don't even expect anything less from him. Or maybe by mistake, he took Excelsior. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, David is just, I, I respect. I respect him so much. He's a great guy. I think the review that he did for Hooligan might be um, might be my favorite review because he absolutely fucking nailed it. I mean, he he even fucking mentioned things that I didn't even think about. He did such a great job. It's not that he was, um, you know, um, giving it props. Uh, he actually broke down how it works and how it is and, and what it does and how and why it does it. And he actually outlined some of the things that I didn't even think about it. I mean, that review, seriously, Sean, when you get a chance, if you didn't watch it, watch his hooligan review. It's absolutely outstanding. Might be one of my favorite reviews. And yeah, both uh, David and Ari, I, I, I call them friends now and rightfully so. Yeah, David, I did see because he said now because I remember him saying the name. He's like, you feel like you just want to be like just dirty and get in the gym and fuck shit up pretty much. I'm paraphrasing with the name Hooligan. You just want to be kind of on edge and dirty. Yeah. And I mean, you know what? People like, uh, you know, some that keep on pointing. I don't know for why, for what reason. The 600 milligram of caffeine. Again, they keep on fucking missing the point. It's 450 milligram of caffeine anhydrous 
and 150 delayed release. It's not 600 of just anhydrous yeah. that hits you in the face. It's still high. Fully understand it, it is high. It's not for everybody, but those that can appreciate it and also don't forget, it doesn't have nothing else. I mean, it has theobromine, which is also a stimulant, a, mild, a milder version, and yeah. why, that's why it hits a little bit faster than the previous again. But other than that, there is no DMHA, there is no alpha yohimbi, there is none of that. You know, it's the other ingredients that you should be paying attention to because there is more than the previous version. So the product does more. And, you know, like the, we did raise the bar a little bit, but, you know, as TJ also put it, it's pretty much the same assassin as the previous version. Just a mm -hmm. little bit, a little bit better. We kind of like stuck to our guns. That's the reason why I absolutely love David's review. My friend, as things wind down, is there anything we haven't touched that you want to get off your chest? Uh, um, mm. We covered a lot today. We we covered pretty much everything. I mean, if you want to ask something, or one of uh, one of the people here want to ask, maybe we missed a question or something like that. We can scroll up. I'll be more than happy to answer. So, Davidson Hooligan is my good to go. One of my favorite hitters. Apollon makes the hitters for those that want to straight out crush it in the gym. Badass formulas, and that's a no brainer. Thank you, David. Really, really appreciate you. And like I said, I think that, guys, if you're not subscribed to his, it's not a plug. I really don't do any business or anything like that. Uh, definitely watch his reviews. The guy is on point. I mean, I've seen some of the reviews he does for other products, and I, I mean, some of them that I tried. He, he's really, really knowledgeable, and he does it in a very laid-back fashion. And then Mitch, Branch Warren's Cooligan flavor is by far my favorite. Yeah, that flavor we're going to release again, I believe, in over the top. I think, no, hold on. Shit, I'm giving away information. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in Lionheart. It's going to come out, I think, in Lionheart, yes. Is that one still surprising you on sales? I know last time we spoke, I think you said you were surprising, surprised by the sales on that a little bit. Uh, I think the Branch Warren pre-workout actually didn't do initially as well as I, um, as I, as we expected that it's going to do. Um, I think the main thing was the flavor, believe it or not. People did not know what the flavor is because it's called, uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> fuck! That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Uh, so anyway, um. You know, that people didn't... Painkiller. Yeah, painkiller. Uh, sorry, I'm blacked out. Um, <laughs> you know, people did not know what painkiller is, and rightfully so, because I didn't know it either. But it, it's actually a name of a cocktail. It's basically like pina colada with orange. That's all it is. But when people, you know, those that actually care about flavors and they want to do something like that, Carolina just sent me a text message, painkiller. I'm fucked. Because uh, <laughs> this, this is embarrassing. You put the right person in charge. Uh, I, 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 thought, I thought it's sweating. Uh, yeah, painkiller. So I think we failed to illustrate what the flavor is. Once people tried it, you know, like Mitch immediately said what a great flavor it is. Uh, once we started, I think our uh, our guys on, 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 not on social media, on our website, they actually emphasize what kind of fruit, you know, what, 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 what it is. Once people understood what it is, once they tried it, yes, the flavor became very popular and sold out. And it prompted us to release it in other products as well. 
So you got everybody chiming in here knowing what the painkiller is. Go figure everybody else except the, the, the creator or the owner of the company. This is going to be a running joke right now. This is, Sean, it's your fault. No, it's Mitch's fault. Fuck Mitch. So the question I've got to put in here, any thoughts about returning to the ring? Uh, age? I'm old. I'm very, very, very old. So? But but uh, um, the, the idea was actually to possibly do something in Russia when I was supposed to go there in April, but apparently Putin had other plans. So he kind of like made me change my mind. Um, but uh, I would I would do something for sure. I, I mean, when we filmed the, filmed the commercial for Lionheart, I actually felt like I can still move. I, I can still do something. I think my cardio is probably shit. Um, I would need to work on that, but there is always shameless plug Lionheart for that. Um, you know, I, I would... Put it this way, I would definitely consider it under the right circumstances. I, I do plan to go to Thailand if, uh, you know, if schedule perma, uh, permits and, uh, you know, we don't have any surprises with COVID and regulations and restrictions and all that. I do plan to go. If it works out, if there is a possibility to do something like actually for maybe charity, you know, to contribute or to, to collect more money for Ukraine, you know, if somebody steps up, maybe old and you know, it's terrible that I can beat an easy fight. I would probably do it. So Mark Lobline or take a fight. Uh, <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, Mark is dangerous. Uh, but uh... what about Mark? What about Mark Nutribio? He's got a, he's got a six degree black belt, doesn't he? Or 18th degree black belt? Oh God. Mark can probably, you know, put it like a blindfold, like in, in fucking Bloodsport, that fucking belt and whoop my ass. Mark, as I say, every, every Jewish guy with a name Mark is dangerous. You know, but I honestly, I would do it. I, honestly, like, you know, even if somebody from the industry, obviously somebody who can handle himself in the ring and stuff like that somebody would want to do it and somebody would want to organize it for charity and, and you know my, but i think mark lobliner and uh, and mark Glazier are more suited to fight carolina than me i think it's a little bit more fair fight i still think that they would get the ass whooped but uh yeah in, in all seriousness yeah i would definitely do it I, it's, it's actually something would be cool are you sucking up to Kate because she's gonna give it to you after the show is over oh yeah i'm fucked <laughs> Yeah, this is the most embarrassing live fucking thing. The next one we do should not be live. Oh man! Well, my <laughs> friend, I think I think we've exhausted everything. As always, it's it's been a pleasure. I want to thank fun. everybody for for the questions coming behind the scenes. Everybody sharing this on Instagram, you know, subscribing to me, standing behind Apollo and Robic, and everybody contributing to the questions today. Really appreciative. Yeah, thank you guys. I mean, again, I can't stress enough. Thank you everybody who who has reached out. Um, um, you know, obviously, you know, whoever I see here, everybody, you know, Jojo, um, Adrian's been amazing. You know, I only met him once um, uh, at a pollen gym and he's been an incredible guy. Um, Mitch has been absolutely amazing. Uh, Lucas, I can't say enough good things about what a great friend he is and how supportive he is. All these, um, you know, uh, all of you guys, it, it means a lot to me. Uh, thank you so much. And, you know, I, um, you know, I, I cherish these friendships and, you know, in terms of a palm, I mean, we're going to continue to put out great products uh, that goes without saying, and, you know, I'm not saying it just because I'm saying it because it's true, 
you know uh, i will definitely return anytime that sean asks me to do to do a podcast because sean's been you've been an incredible friend and god i know that you won't be able to make it to the all-star seminar which is uh yeah that's uh you know and but family comes first and i do fully understand i still you know believe and hope that i'm gonna see you before uh, before the end of the year um and a huge shout out to bethany um actually bethany is um she's from our team and that's the girl that had um had cancer the one that we we did video with which was very very inspirational and uh, you know thank you everybody guys i i really appreciate all the uh all the support uh all the love uh to those that don't like me go fuck yourselves i really don't care um you know um other than that thank you and I don't know if Jess is watching this, but I just want to say, I've already told her this behind the scenes, but I want to say thank you to Jess for allowing me to kind of bother her daily, every other day, kind of giving me updates on you. And it means a lot. Yeah, no, Jess actually told me, she goes to me, yeah, Sean's been texting me, he's been messaging me. And I was, um, you know, but you know what, Sean, when it comes to, it's kind of expected uh, because that's just the type of person you are. You've been always very, very honest and always great guy, great friend, somebody I absolutely love making fun of. That's like, you know, I'm a little bit rusty, but I promise I'm going to step it up and God, I'm going to come down on you like a thunder. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Simon, of course, uh, amazing guy as well. Thank you guys. Thank you everyone. And like I said, I, I, I I'm definitely going to come back whenever you want me to be, uh, too. And, uh, that's it. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you so much. Thank you, guys.